and welcome to the SMTP After the Credits episode 2. We like our acronyms here. (laughs) (laughs) And today, this episode is all about the original Halloween movie. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to be talking about this one. Cause I, have you actually seen it, Harry? No, I've seen bits. You've seen bits. Well, I um, I don't know why. Maybe it was because it's Halloween. Um, I got it into my head like for weeks. I was like, I need to see the new Halloween film. I think it's because Jamie Lee Curtis was everywhere. Um, sorry, not the new one, the old one. I think it's because Jamie Lee Curtis was everywhere. She was on the radio, she was on talk shows and everything. And I was like, I really want to watch the first one. And uh, so I eventually just sat down and did it. And then I was just like, yeah, let's do this film for our After the Credits segment. Yeah, and it is actually Halloween night right now. Exactly. So I thought, what better way to start off and go back to where it all started. This is where Halloween began. Uh, Literally. Well, no. uh, I don't know about that. I was actually really I know, but up on it today. But... Let's, let's just say it did for the sake <laughs> of it. <laughs> so it did. <laughs> okay, so for people who... Um, haven't watched the movies but might be interested are they going to expect spoilers in this yeah yeah they will but it's it's the type of thing that um i think you could still watch it they probably people probably know about it but yeah there's there's going to i'm going to talk about it um and but you know jamie lee curtis is plastered all over the new release so she obviously doesn't die <laughs> like do you know what i mean um, and Michael's there, so obviously he doesn't. So, yeah. But they're not really spoilers because unless you've been living under a rock, you're going to have at least seen a little bit of the new trailer or a poster or something. So, I I haven't watched any of the Hall- Halloween franchise, but I've heard that they basically ignore, like, four of the movies and just start from scratch with the second one. So, what? Like... Yeah, they... um. Well, I I haven't seen um, the latest one, and um, when I I just watched a clip of it there, and there was a bit where he says, "Oh, you know, we're looking back at something that happened, you know, when this happened." So yeah, while I think there's eleven Halloween films, you know, eleven, eleven, yeah, like you know, because Rob Do- Rob Zombie did a couple which were his were gory as hell, um, you know, so there's quite a few out there. You know, and you've got your obviously this one, then the two, and then the H2O, I think was another one. And, you know, and I, I've seen quite a few of them. I don't know if I've seen all of them. I may have. Um, but I think I kind of get the impression that they're going from the first one to this, because I think this, the, the, the last one is about what she's been through, the trauma and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So um, it's kind of like comes full circle, but let's ignore what happened in between, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think that's the kind of general general consensus on all that. <laughs> <laughs> because I heard that she dies in one of them and she's not dead here, so. She may do. She may do. But I, I only, I remember like um, some of them, but I, I don't remember her ever dying, so I may not have seen that one. But like I said, I think there's 11. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right, then tell me, uh, what it's about? 
Okay. Well, uh, this one is um, from 1978, so 40 years ago this year, directed by a uh, horror legend, John Carpenter. And uh, basically, this was the film that um, introduced Jamie Lee Curtis to the world. And um, I think this is her first, her first role. Um, and, uh, you know, for those who don't know, her mother is Janet Lee, who was uh, the original Scream Queen from the, the infamous uh, shower scene in the Hitchcock's 1960 slasher film, Psycho. Good film. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, she kind of led the way, I think, for the, the Scream Queens. You know, when you think of someone like Marilyn Burns, who was, you know, in the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then, you know, we have Jamie, who's her daughter, then becoming you know, who a lot of people think is a scream queen. Um, and uh, she basically then gets this role and she apparently takes out um, some big actresses for it. Um, so this film basically starts off in 1963 when Michael Myers, who we all know as the killer, um, stabs his sister to death when he's a little boy. And, um, you know, he then goes to um, an asylum and he escapes. And he goes back to the town where he grew up. And uh, because basically he's got this uh, psychi- psychiatrist who, who's played by Donald Pleasance, uh, Dr. Loomis. He's like, that's where he's going to go. And he goes back to try and get him. But before he gets to him, Michael gets into some trouble and kills a few people. Mainly horny teenagers. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they always... Okay, that's that's a good point. So... I've known that to happen in a lot of horror movies. It, did this film kind of start that trope? Or... Well, yeah, because like, you know, when you watch um, something like Scream and he talks about the things that, you know, you know, if you, don't do these things if you're in a horror film, basically, because if you do, you're going to die. And this is what these people do, you know. So one by one, you know, he kind of kills them off. And, um, you know... Uh, not Laurie, um, who plays Jamie Lee Curtis. Sorry, Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Laurie. Um, he kind of kills them off one by one. And, you know, it's the typical scenario. They're all very loud, quite shallow, um, pretty, scantily clad, drinking, having sex, um, basically doing things that horny teenagers do, but probably shouldn't be doing because you're not quite old enough. <laughs> <laughs> You know, whereas Laurie, on the other hand, she's very like, you know, she's covered, you know, she's, you know, she's not doing all sorts of boys. She's not drinking, you know, she's kind of like the uh, the pure one, so to speak. So, um, you know, that's why she lasts longer. Well, she lasts for the whole film. <laughs> she lasts for 40 years. <laughs> what happens in this one. Um, but yeah, so basically he comes in and he starts killing all these people off. And for me, that's kind of you know, not where the film starts, if you know what I mean. For me, it starts when she's goes looking for her friend. So basically, she's looking after these two children, uh, one who her friend actually was supposed to be looking after, but gave her to her um, so that she could go get her boyfriend to have sex with him. <laughs> um, right. And um, but, you know, obviously, then Laurie's like, where have they gone? And so she goes to find them in this house that um, she thinks they're in and she finds them all dead. And, um, you know, the, the, the death scenes in it, like it's kind of like, there's certain things about this film, like why did this film work? Because the acting from these act- these young actresses and actors, not Jamie Lee Curtis, but I mean the ones that die, it's so bad. Like the death <laughs> scenes are so bad and the, the blood is so bad. 
and it's not really gory but it's quite intense like do you know what I mean yeah um but you know there's there's the most intense thing for me probably people know about it is um basically Laurie she's found them all and she's panicking and she's screaming and you know she finds a place to hide <laughs> Laura Laurie La- Laurie yeah Laurie Strode did I say Laura you did sorry Laurie <laughs> Laurie Strode um yeah so basically she's hiding and all you can see standing right next to her because the house is dark in like a doorway is the outline very very subtle of his mask he's literally standing right next to her but it doesn't happen straight away it just comes out and it's one of the most scariest scenes I've ever seen in my life because there's one thing about Michael Myers is everything he does is extremely slow yeah there's no urgency there's no jumping out like even then he doesn't like go you know like you'd expect him to it's just all so slow and you know even when you see him wandering around during the day you know like when you watch scream and ghost face it's just there in broad day like but he's the same he's kind of like just wandering around and like it's almost like he thinks he's invisible like nobody can see him but nobody does see him you know so it's really bizarre and you know you've got this this mask on him which basically has him down to a t because the mask is nothing there's no expression there's no there's no features there's nothing on this mask and that's him he's got no emotion no expressions he's very like stiff yeah he's dead inside like you know and i think one of the scary things is that people out there like you know like him in the world that are that dead inside Mm. like if you look into the eyes of someone like let me think Edward Kemper, for instance, the serial killer. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I know, Harry, I'm talking about fucking serial killer. But, um, you know, he, he is that person, you know. He, and, and actually, maybe it's based on him or something. Because, like, he murdered when he was young, uh, his grandparents. He ended up in an asylum. He murdered students. I think his mom and a friend or something. No remorse. Dead inside. Why, why does it, like, is there any explanation as to why he's doing this shit? He, Michael Myers. No, it's just, I think you just get some people that are just born that way. I don't remember them saying anything. If they did, please correct me, people. Um, but I you, think... just, you just have some people that are, like some people, when it happens to them, they, they'd had a, you know, like some of these real sick serial killers, they'd had like a fall, a really bad bang on their head or something, or, you know, they grew up a certain way or this kind of stuff. But some of them, nothing. They they just born pure evil like do you know what I mean Mm. you know when you're five years old if you're because I think that's all he is he's he's like seven or something he's very young but if you're that young and you're stabbing your sister with a mask on your face you got issues you got a bit of issue yeah um you know and like you know that Kemper guy like he used to kill animals which is obviously a sign and like you know decapitate his sister's doll's heads you know (gasps) my brother did that to my staff yeah, well, you know, watch this face. <laughs> I may be talking about him one day on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jakey. <laughs> Jakey. <laughs> Why did I call him Jakey? I never called him Jakey. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he's he's a, he's an extremely scary character because there's nothing there. There's no, like, you know, when you like see Freddy or something, he's, you know, he's he's a bit of a character. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you see that with a lot of killers. There's something about them. There's a bit of a character, even a charm in a sense to them. But with him, it's nothing. Just like a hollow threat. Yeah, there's nothing. Well, I don't know if I find that 
scary or not? I think the reason that's scary because I feel with people that gone inside, there is no reasoning with them. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's nothing there for them, you know, like there's no charm there. Dissuade them from doing it. Yeah, like when you, you know, when you look at like someone like Ted Bundy. Jesus, I think the judge even turned around and said something like, you know, God, if you hadn't have done this, I could I could have worked with you. Do you know what I mean? He murdered loads of women, but he had a charm about him. So there's some people out there that've got a charm about them. Or they're kind of like 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 I said, like people like Freddie on this, there's a bit of character about them. But with him, there's nothing. So no matter what you say to him, nothing goes in. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, no anger, no, no love, no hate, no nothing. There's nothing to work with. Sorry, but um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, maybe I shouldn't have picked this thing. We're doing a podcast on serial killers. Um, <laughs> I know I'm so bad, but um, yeah. But sorry, going back to the whole um, the acting and stuff like that. There's this one one scene in it where one of the girls gets killed in um in a car. The one that's gone off to get the boyfriend mm-hmm. and uh, obviously have sex with him. See, you shouldn't have sex, and um, she dies, and you see the blood, and it's more like a uh like a ketchup thing oh really <laughs> and her face i wish you could see me now but she kind of does this like really weird facial expression you know like if you were pretending to die when you're drunk you know, yeah of. yeah um but you know so you're kind of looking at this and they do some like shoddy kind of handheld camera work you know it's like your drunk uncle student or something but for some reason it all works in this film and 40 years later like you know it's still you know an iconic film and you know to say it was given such a small budget, I think it was about 300 grand, made about 70 million worldwide, which is about 250 million. You know, everyone was shocked. They just didn't understand why this film did so well. Apparently his college friends helped him and, you know, <laughs> stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, 40 years later, what are we doing? We're talking about it. And there's been how many more films? Yeah. And, you know, although he had Curtis in the main role, you know, she carried that film like really really well you know and uh you know it led her on to to an amazing career and you know while there's been kind of some kind of like I read a few articles about you know how you know the way she was portrayed like this weak little girl like you know who the man had to come in and save at the end you know she gives Michael a good run for his money and to be fair she's a teenage girl you know I think I think we'd all kind of panic a bit if someone like that came in but um you know there's this whole thing about you know these feminists are getting on about how <laughs> she should have been portrayed um well i'm 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 reading here which uh is an, an interesting and kind of take on it like a lot is that um she is a, the original final girl yeah so, and like she's seen as like this virginal person but then um she's masculinized with the you know phallic weapon <laughs> god i know uh, I, but she, you say she's saved in the end. Well, she, well, basically, she's fighting him off, and then the doctor comes in, Doctor Loomis, and shoots him. And... Can I just say, yes. I have seen one bit of this film, and it's when she—this is a spoiler—when she's in a cupboard, yeah, and he's like smashing his way through it, yeah, and she like stabs him with a coat hanger. <laughs> I just found it hilarious. That's all she had. No, yeah, like yeah. Fair, fair fucking later, <laughs> but I'm just like. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Grab. Good job she had one of those metal ones because if you had one of those plastic ones, she'd have been screwed. You wouldn't get very far, yeah. No, you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, like I said, but I think um, 
you know, if we look at a lot of the way the horror films have gone, like even into the 80s when you had like Freddy and the, the female protagonist there with and Friday the 13th, you know, they were a bit more savvy and, you know, they put up a bit more of a fight. Um, and then obviously now we have, you know, Sidney Prescott from the screen films who really puts herself out there, gets in harm's way to bring him down almost like, do you know what I mean? Um, and I think, I think that they... I, I know that it was back in the 70s, so it's probably a bit different of, you know, how women were viewed. But, you know, I just keep thinking to myself, you know, she was a young girl. You know, she's babysitting kids. She's just seen her friends be murdered. You're going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, if someone's doing that to you, I would love nothing more than some some man or woman to run in with a gun and shoot them. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I can see what people are saying. But at the end of the day, I, I just think, you know... It's a bit, you know, much for something that, you know, a 40 year old film, like, you know, but yeah. you're going to, you're going to get that. But then I think, you know, if you look at the films, you know, that come after that, you know, the, the, the female character, she wasn't so easy to take down and they do survive. You know, that's the thing. Like if you look at Neve Campbell's character, she's in the four screen films, like, do you know what I mean? So, and she's badass in that, you know, um, and haven't seen, like I said, the trailer for the new one, you know, she's not this unsuspecting young girl anymore. She's prepared herself, you know, she's got guns. There's lots of guns in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, overall, I think, uh, this film's brilliant. It's 40 years old and it's still great. I mean, yeah, like I said, some of the scenes are a bit questionable, but you know, apparently he had no special effects in it. So, well, he obviously didn't. Um, but, you know, for a film that's 40 years old that you can still watch today. Not yeah. Bad, you know, so, you know, again, don't be afraid of the film that is under the year 2000. <laughs> they still are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, you're joined by a lot of people in thinking this is one of the great horror movies. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it, it, it paved the way for a lot of horror films and plus also for a lot of uh you know, female characters. They're not all just sitting there with their boobs hanging out now waiting to be killed, you know. It's true. Unless you have sex or do something stupid, then you're going <laughs> to die. <laughs> just never have sex again, people, and you'll live forever. <laughs> Don't tell them that. They deny them their joy. <laughs> if, you're under, if you're under 18 or whatever country you're in and it's not legal, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm reading here that Michael Myers is actually paid by three different blokes. Is it? I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Fun fact for the, for the episode. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to watch a really gory one, I mean gore, gore, watch the, the Rob Zombie ones. I think he does two. And his are <laughs> Halloween one and two. Um, but yeah, they're pretty. Why didn't he like gone. give them a different name? Like With remakes, aren't they? Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like a remake, reboot, like what we talk about in episode 10. It's kind of like and you you've know, got no problem with them. Who me? Yeah, he's really. No, I, I, I didn't mind them. No, I just, but they were very gory, so I couldn't obviously watch it in full view. There was a lot of eye covering, um, and covering of one's ears, but <laughs> <laughs> one does in a Rob Zombie film. Um, but no, I, no, he's he he was good, but it's it's he did it his way. Like, do you know what I mean? I didn't feel like he was almost trying to copy. 
you know. Yeah. But um, he did it his way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, I was going to say something. Sorry, then. I can't remember. <laughs> you're you're singing. It distracted me. But um, yeah. No, it's completely gone. What I was oh, going to say. Apologies. Yeah, probably something really good although i didn't know this is what i found out today you know the score for halloween oh yeah i did it was like composed that. and performed by john carpenter really i didn't know that i love that music do you know what i mean it's so 80s but yeah you know i feel like i find that scarier to... than the clips that i've seen from this movie the music's so scary but i feel like if you listen to the the guys, the Duffer Brothers, the, not it's not the Duffer Brothers, but the guys who do um, the the music for Stranger Things, yeah, there's an element of that kind of like electronic, keyboardy type, you know. Because I'm of course a professional musician, as you can tell by my <laughs> <laughs> no, terminology a, a here. Kind of <laughs> yeah, electronic yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I don't know. Do we mention that when we talk about it in episode three? But you know, I, uh, I don't think we do. No, but that's something I was listening to. I was like, oh, Stranger Things. Looking at the poster for this movie as well, and I, I think I love clever posters, and I think it's quite clever with the knife that blends into the scary pumpkin. It's, that looks like it's made of knives itself. It's pretty cool. Yeah, when I um, yeah, when I seen that though, <coughs> I, I first, the first thing I seen because I'm I've actually got the thing open now, and um, I was like, it for a minute it reminded me of Freddy Krueger's glove. <laughs> well, I thought that. Uh, yeah. I did, yeah. Maybe it's the same artist. I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, but it's kind of like that's the thing when you see a lot of these films. You know, you kind of then start to, ah, oh, did they get that from there? You know, that yeah. type of thing. Well, but, yeah, I've not watched many John Carpenter films, but I do love Big Trouble in Little China. So, <laughs> Little China. I, mean, I always forget he did that. I know it's such a random one. I know, <laughs> but um, yeah. So overall. Um, on our lovely short little after the credits I've been dying to talk about this film for weeks Harry um, <laughs> so I'm so glad we came up with this uh, little sideshow. Um I think people should watch it especially if they're going to, I feel like the new one they need to watch this to fully appreciate the new one but I imagine the crowds that would go and see the new one would be fans of the original and would know not to go and see the second film. Well, you say that. I was chatting to a girl tonight, and she said she was going to watch the new Halloween, and I said, oh, what do you think of the first one? I haven't seen it. Uh, and I was like, oh, you need to get on that, love. <laughs> <laughs> With that much uh, enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have you fucking get it, mate. But, um, yeah, no... Uh, I think I think you need to watch the first one. I was I'm glad I watched it again actually because there was bits in it I didn't remember, and um, so I was glad I watched it because I really want my brother's gone seen the second the, the latest one and he said it's really good, and his partner said it's really scary. Apparently she was jumping all over the place. She probably hasn't seen the original. Um, she doesn't like watching films that are older than two thousand. Um, <laughs> I'm always telling her off, um, but yeah, so she she wouldn't. But you know, I feel you need that backstory. Maybe they yeah. give a little recap in the new one. I don't know. Um, but I feel like you need that backstory. So I would highly recommend Halloween as my choice for after the credits. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so um, as always, you can find us on all the lovely social media sites. Uh, show me the podcast. And Facebook, Instagram, 
and SNTPcast at Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm all the bullshit mums who wing it. And <laughs> Harry is all the bullshit. Tell the tech. Tell the tech. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and uh, thanks for listening, and we shall chat to you again very soon. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.